Hello and welcome to the second part of our series on the economy. Today, again, I will be joined by Sandeep Soktankar from the University of Virginia and we'll speak about some of the policy ideas around this election. The Congress's Nyaya versus the BJP's sort of ideas to increase India's GDP by 2023 and make India a manufacturing hub. And we'll also take Sandeep's inputs on how India's economic discourse has been this election season. Enjoy. Great. Let's let's move forward with what's happening in this election now, Sandeep. I want to talk about the BJP first, and I did an episode on their manifesto. Some of their ideas in the economy sound really great, like they want to improve India's ease of doing business. They want to uh, make India into a five trillion dollar economy by, I believe, twenty twenty two, which would require around a ten percent growth rate. So a lot of their ideas are very ambitious, but they haven't really suggested how. they would go about achieving those goals but their biggest push has been in the space of healthcare and this is something that they came out with last year i believe where they came out with the ayushman bharat scheme how do you look at sort of bjp's push for the economy in this election if, if there is at all actually yeah i mean to be honest i have not heard uh, much on on the economy uh, coming from the bjp side um i think it it's all about balakot and the and the strikes there yeah. and they're riding that wave um i think health insurance push is really 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 important and i think given everything we know about how the lives of the poor work uh, there's a, a fantastic book by a political scientist um uh, called uh, who used to be an ias officer actually called one illness away right. uh, talking about how you know describing how just uh, sort of one one episode of illness can really push people back into poverty that that even though they might have thought to have escaped it and so yep. so i think that's uh, in general a, a a really worthy effort it's, again the devils in the details uh, i sure, have not yeah. seen we funded some some work that uh, as 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 igc lead economists for india we funded some work on on this topic and people try to look at various national as well as state schemes trying to see what impact they've had um, but so far we haven't seen the results yet uh, it's all a, a little bit early um uh, to to figure out what impact that uh, that a scheme like this has actually had on on outcome right one of the schemes that we should speak about uh, which is i will say one of the thousand schemes which are in the central government is quite baffled by anyway is the mahatma gandhi rural employment guarantee scheme which is something that the congress also went with and the bjp continued with in that tenure first of all can you elaborate briefly on what this scheme is and uh, you know why is it good basically Sure. Yeah. So that what the scheme does is it is in theory it's meant to provide up to a hundred days of employment to any rural household in India. So if you and I lived in a rural area, we could approach the government and say, "Hey, I need work," and they're meant to give you work within two weeks. Um, uh, and if not, pay pay uh, an unemployment benefit. Although that uh, seems to rarely happen. Yeah. But in any case, uh, the idea is that you uh, have to. do for the most part manual labor and you get paid minimum wages that are set by the state right so the the idea is that this is a, a sort of self targeting scheme right so you're not going to sign up 
unless you really need it. Right. Uh, and so this this makes it um, uh, makes it easier for the government to to target. Uh, it also means that it serves as a safety net because if uh, you cannot find employment elsewhere, um, or if it's you know the slack season. Uh, and there are no jobs that you can work for the government and and earn some money, and uh, uh, and so this uh, in in practice it it ends up being uh, mostly implemented during sort of the the hot seasons when when jobs are hard to come by in, right. in rural areas, um, and there's been a lot of work. There's been a lot of controversy uh, over its impact. Um, I think uh, that's basically what the scheme is. I mean, I think so far, I think there's reasonable evidence to suggest that it has pushed up uh, rural wages, even in the private sector. Right. Uh, And uh, to to what extent that means that people's incomes have improved is actually hard to tell because you could imagine that the wages go up, but that comes at the cost of, of private sector jobs. Um, so it, it, it's been hard to get a handle on this. Some of the work that, that uh, my co-authors and I have, have done right. uh, suggests that actually there have been pretty large increases in income too when it is implemented well. And so we have evidence from Andhra Pradesh in a very rigorously uh, implemented study that showed right. that improving the functioning of uh, Manrega, as people call it, uh, did lead to, to significant increases in income, but you know, so, so that's promising, uh, yeah. uh, promising overall. But 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 that doesn't mean that this is going to be true in in every place. Well, it's good to hear something positive come out in the economy, especially in this uh, episode. One of the, or perhaps the most prominent idea in this election, Sandeep, has been the Congress's Neyatom I Yojana, which is. Sort of, uh, you know, you can say it's a non-universal basic income, I guess, where the Congress wants to give 6,000 rupees a month, which is exactly 72,000 rupees a year to the five crore poorest uh, families in the country. And the debate has been raging on on that. What is sort of the economic logic for a scheme like this? And do you think it can work if it can figure out its logistics? Which is also a big if, by the way. Yeah, so so that's a that's a great question. So I think um, the economic logic is fairly straightforward, right? So you have various kinds of transfer programs. A lot of them are in kind. Uh, so for example, we'll give you food through the PDS. We'll provide you uh, fertilizer, um, subsidized fertilizer. We'll provide you education, free education, and uh, some of these. Um, in-kind transfer schemes have a specific economic rationale for why they might uh, be good. But the idea behind a, a cash benefit is, is simply that, look, you don't necessarily know what's best for the poor. Yep. Um, you know that with the cash, they can spend it on food, they can spend it on whatever they like it as far as they see fit. Now, previously, people were worried uh, that a sort of paternalistic attitude that, oh, no, 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 if you give cash, they're just going to drink it away. Yeah. Uh, but now we know there's really, really good evidence from around the world that shows that people actually don't drink away cash. In yeah. fact, they end up making very, doing very sensible things with that cash. Yeah. Um, and so I think uh, the economic logic actually is, is, is fairly sound. Now... As to the 
uh, actual details again, the devil's in the details it's, it's, it's of, 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 of the specific uh, of the specific NIAI scheme, right? So, so the few examples that are uh, of the kinds of logistical challenges that you are going to solve is uh, is, is are the following, which which, you know, which I don't see discussed in a big way anyway. So first of all, the five core beneficiaries, how are you going to identify Correct. them? Yeah. If it's, you know, the scheme like Narega, uh, you don't sign up for it if you're, if you're rich. Yeah. Uh, whereas if there's cash money, hey, everybody would like some cash money. <laughs> so how do you target? How do you actually figure out who's worthy or not? Right. Then do you, do you actually... Um, uh, have some kind of is this a, is this a top up or is it just a cash grant? If it's yeah. just a cash grant, then it's a bit weird because okay, the five crore families get it, but what about the five crore and first family? Right? <laughs> All of a sudden, they get nothing, which is which is kind of bizarre because they're yeah. only barely poorer uh, than than their neighbors who are who fall under the scheme. Right. Uh, the logistics in terms of actually um, getting cash into the hands of people are enormously difficult. So this, um, we've seen this again and again. We've seen, we've, we've been doing some work in Jharkhand where with cash transfers in the ICDS, uh, which is the Integrated Child Development Scheme. And it's really hard. The government has had a really, really hard time just getting money into the hands of the poor. The, the last mile issues are there. Uh, you don't know whether people have bank accounts. You have to figure it out. Um, you're obviously not just going to hand out cash because that that has uh, enormous challenges. If you want to to do uh, electronic transfers, then you have to ensure that people have bank accounts. You have to ensure that the right bank account is linked to the right beneficiary. That people know how to use these accounts. Uh, there's the, the sort of identification challenge, right? Are you going to use Aadhaar or not? Um, right. That brings a whole another set of challenges in play um, if you are, because in theory it could reduce corruption, but in practice, again, we've seen that that sometimes it it has a a, a, a sort of it's it's really difficult to to handle. How do you do with with right. exclusion errors, and um, especially when uh, maybe the poorest are are more likely to suffer these exclusion errors. So. So uh, all of these challenges uh, mean that that it's really really hard to 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 figure out um, uh, how it's going to work. Uh, and most importantly, I guess people have written about this as well: uh, is where's the money going to come from? That's right. Yeah, it come from existing schemes, or is it going to be um, uh, is it going to be raised? To some, uh, to some other device, right? yeah. because that's a significant amount of money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think in, in the economic logic is, is reasonably sound. Uh, in fact, uh, my co-authors and I have been uh, arguing for what we would be an inclusive we would call growth. Um, the idea is, is to target, say, 100 poorest blocks in the country and then make it universal in those blocks so it's, it's really, it's not an issue about uh, you don't waste uh, effort trying to identify people. Right. And, uh, but, and the, so, so you, sorry, 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 so is it, is it, ge so geographical targeting? So you go to exactly. the, yeah, okay, so the poorest areas, okay, cool. Yeah, geographical targeting to the poorest areas for a smallish amount, uh, uh, 
100 or 200 rupees per person per month, which you can easily afford. Um, you don't have to cut existing schemes. Yeah. It seems like a small amount, but it's not trivial to the poorest. So I think uh, something like this can can be uh, fairly easily implemented because it's geographically targeted. Yeah. Uh, you can figure out uh, all the last mile challenges uh, and you have a better chance of solving those um, rather than trying to do this across the whole country. Right. Um, so I think uh, you know, I think that that's something that that may well be explored by whatever government comes in um, next. But uh, but yeah, I think I think delivering seventy two thousand rupees to five crore families yeah. uh, is is going to be an enormous challenge. Well, just to conclude on that, I mean, it would be easy to be cynical about an idea like this, but I believe you're quite clear in saying that. This does have quite sound logic, and it does have the support of Thomas Piketty, who's one of the foremost thinkers on um, development economics um, in the world. Uh, but you know, as you said, the proof will very much be in the pudding when it comes to the implementation. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you know, we're coming to the end, Sandeep. Talk to me briefly about how the discourse on the economy has been through this election. I mean, we're coming to an end now. But it does seem like there has been a lot of distraction and mudslinging um, through this election. And we are really talking about issues which are not that important. And I say this sitting in Bhopal where there's a very interesting battle which is unfolding on the 12th of May. Are you satisfied with the level of economic uh, discourse we've had through this election? And do you think it's been given too little importance? Yeah, I think I think I agree. I think it's not been given, given much importance. And I think... Um, you know, I think the, uh, the opposition had uh, an opportunity to go after the current government on the economy, but uh, instead, I think, has sort of um, seeded ground a little bit uh, for NDA to contest elections on concerns like um, national security, which, which really up to now had not been a, a huge, huge part of, of Indian elections. Right. And so I think I, I've seen very little in the way of, of sort of reasoned discourse. Like even, even on Nyai, that could have been um, an opportunity to, to, to basically discuss the, the details, right, and to push right. Congress on details or even come back with its own plan. Um, but, but I think the PDP decided that that was not going yeah. to be a winning overall strategy. Um, and and the UPA has not managed to to steer back uh, the conversation on on uh, on the economy either. Just on a concluding note, I mean, if this election, you know, as it's been sort of this uh, talk of geopolitics with our relationship with Pakistan and whatnot, I guess a more appropriate geopolitical. A nemesis for India would be the other neighbor, which is China, which is economically been doing really well. So I guess those are just some thoughts to leave them well. Well, Sandeep, thank you so much for joining me for and for all your help on the breakdown. Thank you so much once again. Thanks, Abhi.